Not gonna lie, I almost set up in the bathroom just to be a part of that because it sounds so fun. <laughs> just to increase your sound quality? Yeah. To bend bliss level? And I'm about 10 drinks shy. If I, if I get drunk enough, I'll go into the bathroom. I don't need you to do that. Welcome to the Finicky Podcast, where we drink the beers and we make the jokes. And now I'm here with everyone's favorite person, Zach McKee. <laughs> Jesus, that's so loaded. Uh, you only say that because it's not true, I feel like. Yeah. <laughs> it's the easiest <laughs> way to convey everyone's yeah. feelings. Jesus. What did I do? Just win a lot? That, yeah. That people, no, that was mad. I don't think that was it. Oh. All right. Yeah. We're going to move into the week 11 recap. Week where, 11. Uh, this is going to be a rare podcast. I don't know if I've done one. I usually, I don't know how I usually do the scheduling, but usually it ends up with somebody who's doing well or something dramatic happened. This is the first time where we're both losers. Losers. This losers. Was, yeah, where we, <laughs> you, the voice, the voice of the loser, where we have both had a week where we've lost. I don't know if that's ever happened in the Finicky podcast. That might be a first. <laughs> Was just two sad people talking about last week. The saddest. Mine was never even in question. I like I never even had a moment where I was like, I might have this one. It was just from start to finish over. You had a moment, but it was before football started happening because you <laughs> yeah. were against bottom, which usually you put on the schedule as a W. Yeah. But uh, yeah, now you you lost to the now I can't believe I'm saying the six and five. Andrew Bottom. Winner. That's his current. That's what he is now. You made him this. Has he ever had six wins ever? He did that one year that he drafted all the rookie quarterbacks and it worked yeah, out for him. That's Talk right, about that's that right. way too much. Nobody has lived off one season stock <laughs> more than goddamn Andrew Bottom. Mm-hmm. So he's six and five now. He's third in the West. Um, what happened, Zach? Oh, my God. I mean, it was torture. I think my quarterbacks combined for, like, nine interceptions. Just, <laughs> every time I checked the score, it was just, like, negative four points, negative four points. It was insane, which by, I texted you about it. But, like, four, losing four points for a pick is just, like, the most insane rule. It's merciless. Like, you were telling me, like, James Winston against in your other league had, like, 20 points, normal day, everything's fine. He scored right. six points for me. But he didn't deserve it. <laughs> he didn't deserve yeah. it. He doesn't deserve points. He doesn't deserve points. If a running back fumbles in a game, as a coach, you're like, well, I guess you're done. And you yeah. bench him. I Quarterbacks, somehow, they, each guy threw like four interceptions. They don't deserve 20 points. That's not... other Wide receivers have to have the day of their life for 20 points. I think our rules make sense. Sure. No, I mean, of course, when we when we did this, you know, a decade ago, we were on something. We were like, (laughs) but like, no, it's true. The Sean McCoy, like they made him just miss a whole week. There's like, hey, man, don't even show up on Sunday. You fucker. You keep fumbling. Yeah. Fuck fuck you and your crap hands. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Well, I don't know the terrible things will happen to Jameis Winston and Philip Rivers next season. But for now, they still get to be the captains of football teams. But yeah, together, they got you 10 points, which uh, didn't didn't help. Uh, you inherited TJ Hawkinson. That didn't <laughs> help. Uh, did somehow the Vikings D only got three points against Denver. Yeah. That didn't help. Uh, yeah, you lost. You basically lost because Dak Prescott played good football. There's nothing else that really stands out in this matchup. 
I know. I'm looking at I'm looking at bottom score, and I'm trying to find the like the holy shit player. But every like it's three, three, four, seven, and then Dak Prescott. So yeah, he should have lost. He keeps benching Will Lutz. I think I even talked to him about that last week, and he he's went and fucking oh no because oh. he left Chris Boswell on Thursday Night Football. So that's what it was. Yeah, I was listening to the podcast, and I that was that was my moment where I was like. Victory is mine, is when he fucked that up. <laughs> That's right. I'm playing bottom. Yeah. I'm going to win. Yeah. Even if he has the better players, somehow I win. I yeah. still, if he wasn't on the podcast as Chris is filling, he would have played, you know, three bi week players. Like he, you saved his week. He, it's, your, it's your fault that he says six points. Did I? He still has a backup punter. I don't know. I, I don't know how I did that. Uh, he's He creates his own ways of losing. Um, anyway, happy for that's him. it. I'm happy for him. I got to put this out there. All the people who are doing well, like, nothing makes me happier than Snake doing okay. Like, after how bad, how much we were like, you know, we thought he was going to go winless and everything was falling apart for him. Like, I'm happy. Things are working out. He has multiple championships. How are you feeling good for Snake? He's easily had the best run of luck in all of Finicky, and yet you're yeah. somehow rooting for him. I'm not rooting for him, but, you know, like, it's one thing to make a bad decision. Like, uh, me drafting Joe Mixon was a bad decision. No, like, it's not. Joe Mixon no. got you 15 points. Yes, this week. His, this whole season has been terrible. And, like, I should have done more research. I should have realized that that O-line is fucking garbage. You know, like, any offense with Andy Dalton behind is going to be terrible. Like, I'm just saying, a lot of things happen to Snake where, like, you can't predict that Andrew Luck is just going to quit football for no reason. <laughs> like that type of stuff. Like, there's no research that lets you, that warns you about that coming up. That's true. But yeah. all the research point to Kenyon Drake not doing well, and you win in on that anyway. <laughs> uh, My prediction came true. Motherfucker is an NFL record holder. And they, and they quit immediately after that. Yeah. He quit after that. I think I, I my hot take last week was that Joe Mixon reigns supreme for the rest of the season. So if I could trade for him, I would. That's just that time has come and gone. Yeah, it has come and gone. Uh, one more thing about Kenyon Drake. He might have like ended David Johnson's career. He just yeah. like he just showed up and took over and take a seat, man. Like, oh, it's really making me laugh. The, the... But you know what? Still good for David Johnson. That guy made a lot of money. I don't think we'll ever hear from him again or he'll end up on the Patriots. I don't know. Um, all right, moving on to from your loss to my loss. We're just going to get these out of the way because they're mm -hmm. terrible. Yes, I lost to JP. Um, I laughed at him because he got one point from Mason Rudolph. And then, well, fuck, Deshaun Watson got one point. So, ha, 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 ha. That was great. Yeah, that's rough. Which, I mean, Mason Rudolph getting one point makes a whole lot of sense. That, but... The Deshaun Watson one, man. Holy shit. Everyone was like... That Baltimore game did not have that turnaround that everyone, I assume, who was still watching it was waiting for. Yeah. Uh, Muhammad Sanu went from having 10 targets to just, like, none. Uh, Robert Woods decided he didn't want to play football anymore, like, right before kickoff. Um, my best yeah. player was somebody I, I... Both my best players were people I added, like, the day before. was Randall Cobb and Harrison Butker. Oh, and, and Sam Darnold. So... With uh, Rand that Randall Cobb makes you like a genius. Wow. The minute I saw Darius Leonard get like eight points, I knew it was over. I was like, that's it. It's done. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> first of all, happen. 
The best player in the whole league, it turns out, is Joe Schobert. He's getting 10, like, accidental, oh, this guy just ran into my chest tackles. Yeah, like, he's, yeah. the scheme is let them run into Joe. That's their defensive mentality, and it's working out for JP. He's still first in the East Division. Yay. Now, now that you and I have talked about our shame, let's have fun at somebody else's expense Please, with God. the lowest score of the week, <laughs> Battle of the Losers, Bliss versus Steph, where there are no winners, only losers. You know you're a loser when you start blaming, like, curses and, like, going after the commissioner. <laughs> like, yeah. Uh, yeah. Although, correct me if I'm wrong, wasn't it uh, Bliss who was, like, really rooting for Stephanie on the podcast a couple weeks ago? Like, yeah, really, Team Steph? I love how uh, that really came back to bite him in the ass. But, yeah. That's rough. Uh, I got a lot of texts from um, from Bliss being like, why can't Tyree Kill get one <laughs> point? <laughs> Which, like, that's a fair question. Like, holy fuck. You never go into any week thinking Tyree Kill is going to get you a zero. Like, that is... Well, the funny thing is he can't complain. Uh, Stephanie would have won had the pan- had she not started a defense. Because the defense got that negative one point. Yeah, the more I'm looking at this, the more like amazing this is. Yeah, because the Saints won by a lot. They, this bliss tied. There's so many things that could have happened. And not to mention, in the world of correction points, I've never seen two punters get zeros. Zeros? Holy shit. Yeah. This is this is an enigma. This is like a scoragami of finicky. This is yeah. this will never happen again. This is like the finicky like poster game. This is right. Amazing. And then uh, before we move on from this, I just want to point out that somehow, some why, I I don't know. I doubt she listens to the podcast. Stephanie still has a backup kicker and a backup punter. She's She's hoarding. And she started the wrong punter. Like she's she's hoarding these two people. Oh god. It is a list of layers that you bring it up every week, so clearly she's not listening. Except, oh. uh, yeah, but like I heard her on the podcast you did with her. Like that woman's tired; that she's barely <laughs> functioning. Like she is, she's she's a zombie at this point. I'm glad she's got. She'll go back and she'll listen to this uh, six months from now and yeah. just just say "fuck you, Zach and Julian" in the middle of just a dark hallway. Yeah. Um. Well, I also never, yeah, Patrick Mahomes and Ryan Fitzpatrick had the same score. So that's just interesting to look at. Let's move on to Lyle versus Antez. This matchup was closer than I think anyone could have predicted, being that Antez, the greatest team in the West Division, and Lyle, the worst team in the East Division. Uh, this was a six point, seven point game. Uh, yeah, I I, th- I mean, I don't remember what your prediction was, but I think we just all assume Chris is going to dominate every game. Yes. So when Absolutely. he looks when he looks mortal, it's exciting. Yeah, well, it, he, he seemed horrible because he's starting oh. Ryan fucking Finley. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. It, no, I, I really, this was the week I found out that John Brown is a legitimate wide receiver. Mm. There's all these these stats that say like there are two guys who get 50 yards a game. It's Michael Thomas and John Brown. John Brown, I know. Which is weird because like I don't I don't remember what what's that quarterback over there? Josh Allen. Like I don't think I've ever even I've never seen like a highlight or anything of him. I, I guess every now and then they a guy once. Oh yeah, he's he's the the white running back who runs. He's the jumpy guy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But still, well, I don't know, man. I just maybe I'm not paying attention during the red zone, but I was just like. It doesn't exist. I don't know how John Brown is scoring all these points. 
That Atlanta-Carolina game threw off a lot of points because nobody saw it going that way. Atlanta just showed up to be a great team like everyone thought they'd be this year. But so I, you would look at Carolina's kicker, Joey Sly, be, only getting three points and being like, well, that's why Lyle lost. But Lyle lost because he didn't start a coach. He didn't roll the dice on a coach. That is a very big no-no. Yeah, no, that that infuriates me. That that was such a big scandal a few years ago. The whole like the Patriots like cheating that was going on with that shit. And even if he was afraid of losing Pete Carroll, which I'm sure, whatever, he still has Jason Myers on his bench. Like it's they're kickers. Like I I don't know. I no one's gonna pounce. Or maybe somebody would pounce on Jason Myers. I don't know. But I still, just yeah. You got to try. You got to try on somebody. And you know, so therefore he deserves the loss. He, he deserves it. Shame. Loser. Shame. Glad he lost. Fine. We need a good shame sting. We need a good shame sting. Shame. 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 That's <laughs> oh, not going to be it. All right. Shame. Shame. Oh, it's not. Oh, okay. Derge versus Snake. This was the game of the week, even though it was supposed to be me and JP. It wasn't. This was the game of the week uh, because I really was convinced for a long time that Snake was going to pull away with this win. What did you see? Uh, again, I think I just sort of automatically lean towards the uh, the highest scoring, high win total teams. But here I am, uh, sound like an idiot again. Josh Allen with 33 points. Winner! I mean, I guess he was playing Miami. Um, uh, but, like, on paper, when you see Ezekiel Elliott and Dalvin Cook and DJ Chark, you're just sort of like, no one's ever going to beat this team on a normal week. Uh, okay, so that is that is week 11. Uh and now we can move on to week 12 week to talk about 12. the real big matchup of the week. The four now 4-6-1 four, and one Bliss versus the 3-8 and eight Lyle. Just, just two shameful dudes here. What do, you, what do you see with this matchup of just the most shameful dudes? Currently the computer says Lyle has a 57% chance of win probability. Does Lyle get that W? You know what? I do. I think uh, I think curses are real. I think you're going to, you know, um, sacrifice your virgins and do whatever you do to keep Ben Bliss down. And I'm going to give this one to Lyle. I was going to get that fourth W. Winner. Uh, that's hard to. Well, I don't know. I, I would I would agree with you. Uh, I just I don't think Jordan Howard plays football. Uh, I don't think Tyler Lockett plays good football. I actually think that, I mean, there's a lot of cues on the Seahawks side, but, and he's got a lot of Seahawks, as in Lyle, but uh, with all of that, with Goff against Baltimore, with Kyle Allen against New Orleans, I just see a lot of opportunities, not just for like low scores, but for like zeros. And anytime you see a lot of that and you don't see a lot of injuries, you see a general amount of health and availability on Bliss's side. I know Bliss is going to hate this, but I have to pick Ben Bliss in this matchup. <laughs> Winner. Okay. You know, I, I see what you're doing. Winner. I know what you're doing. <laughs> Winner. I know exactly what you're doing. You know what? I'm going to get on board with this. You're right. Ben Bliss does win this game. <laughs> Nothing can go wrong on Sunday. This is lock in the bag. Are you trying to double jinx my jinx? Because that's not <laughs> yeah. fair. No, I love it. He's so funny. Yeah, no, he's got it. There's literally 100%. That little green dumb thing should move 100% over to Ben Bliss. Can't lose. <laughs> All right. Yep. Well, as you made fun of the win probability computer <laughs> for trying to project what was going to happen, we just did that. 
in the most expert and honest way possible. So with that, we will now move on to the nine and two Tez versus the six and five bottom. And you've got to feel a little because, you know, bottom just beat you and Tez is at the top of your division. So without being biased of what you want to happen, what do you think is going to happen here? <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, can they both lose? I guess that's a tie. <laughs> I don't know if I want to go to fractional scoring. I think ties are like too funny to get rid of. It's just so <laughs> funny to have all of that emotion go into a week, the weekend and then you tie. It's just ridiculous. But um, all right, let's see. I mean, Tez's team is so good. And he's, he's got... got- He's got the entire Chargers team on by right now. I mean, as of the guy who owns Philip Rivers, like, good. Get them out of there. He'll, he'll be better off. But, yeah, he's going to get Russell Wilson back. Uh, I don't know. I, I'm going to go with bottom mismanages his team. Uh, who God knows what choices he makes. Chris will play it safe. Chris is going to get the W. Winner! That is a fair bet. I look at this and I see one – that they they have the Ravens versus the Rams uh, in their coaching battle, which is obviously the Ravens should absolutely uh, demolish the Rams because that's just common sense. But because bottom, if bottom left the Rams in, I would be really nervous because that just puts a little bit of like unreasonable karma in the Rams corner. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah, yeah, I also yeah. see that if Bottoms, Matt Ryan, and Julio Jones thing, if if Julio plays and Tampa plays the way Tampa plays, that game's going to be like 70 to 70. And uh, Jameis Winston's going to throw 11 interceptions. So I think Bottom actually has a chance to win this matchup. He's got some waiver wire work to do, and he can't continue to start Chris Boswell. But yeah, I think uh, I think bottom has a good chance of upsetting Antes. Winner. Yeah, I'm with you. Also, you know, I'm Derek Henry. I I love him always and forever. He's always a wild card to go crazy. Right. Yeah. He is that offense. Yeah. I I, I mean, he's there's a lot that doesn't make sense on Bottom's team, but um, I think he's got the pieces to make it work. Uh, bottom for the win. Good job, Bottom. Way to go. Basically written in stone. All right. So now it is. Me versus the snake, and uh, I don't know. These teams aren't finalized. What do you see here? Oh, I mean, Jesus. It's the, it's the worst team name in the league versus arguably one of the best. So, I mean, that alone, I'm going with snake. Uh, you, do, feel, you do get those stats. Somehow you find the stats and you stick with them. Stats. I feel bad stats. Uh, for Snake. You know, I, I have a soft spot for him right now, but, like, let's bring down that. James Conner is broken. <laughs> Jameson, Jameson Crowder. I mean, DeAndre Hopkins. Who, who do you feel like is your X factor? I mean, like... Like, for example, how has Saquon Barkley been, by the way? Remember all that shit you talked oh about? Oh, my God. I completely jinxed the shit out of his career. Um, yeah. Maybe Aaron Jones is my most valuable player because he could take down the 49ers. And for, I don't know, I'm just curious of what quarterbacks he's, Snake decides to start. I mean, he's got three decent starts there, uh, and they could all very well shred or blow up. I mean, my whole thing is the the Thursday night games are just so awful and unpredictable. Like I, on that alone, I would I would put Garoppolo in over Brissett. Like, well, I mean, Houston just got embarrassed 
they might they might show up with a little chip on their shoulder. And again, Thursday night games, that game could be ten to seven, the final yeah. score. Like that's a good point. Yeah, um, but there's that Josh Allen guy. He's amazing. I love him. He's so fucking good. So <laughs> <laughs> give it you've been a guy. lifelong fan of Josh Allen. You yeah. loved that guy since the beginning. <laughs> yep. All right. Well, now we'll move on to the matchups that really matter. Uh, eight two and one Derge versus seven and four JP. Uh, this, I mean, depending on what happens in that Tez matchup, a Derge could get to his could tie Tez with nine wins and advance past him because of that tie. Also, uh, JP hangs on top just by a one-win lead. So uh, if JP wants to stay on top, he probably has to win this one. Win probability of the computer is Mm. 50-50. What do you see here? I mean, on the power of positivity alone, Ben. I mean, Ben, he's just so genuine and positive and... He hasn't talked a single amount of shit, no matter how much we try to trick him into doing it. Uh, Aaron Rodgers, who fucking knows what's going on with him? And San Francisco's D's legit, and they're on, they're there, they're at San Francisco. I mean, again, I, I'm going to repeat myself, but man, you look at Ben's team: Ezekiel Elliott and um, oh wait, is Dalvin Cook on a buy? Ooh, that's interesting. <laughs> He's got a lot of good players on bye. Oh, yeah, he shit. does. Kyler Murray, bye. Austin Hooper, dead. I don't know, man. I feel that I'm, I'm, you know, I know you, it's boring, but I, I'm going to give it to Ben. I just feel like his squad, I Winner. love the Marvin Jones drama throughout the year, so I'm leaning that way. Uh, I believe in the Chark because he's the only thing they have, apparently. I look at Derrick's team and I see very human quarterbacks. Nick Foles. Versus ten- I mean, it's Nick Foles versus Tennessee, Ryan Tannehill versus Jacksonville. No guarantee those quarterbacks get out of the above 10 points. Um, and then you've got Nick Chubb versus Miami. Like, holy shit, something could happen there. Not to mention Aaron Rodgers on a Sunday night game, whenever he's in the spotlight, somehow is able to throw five touchdowns. So that's almost a guarantee. But I scroll down and I see A.J. Green. AJ Green's playing football. Did anybody else was anyone else alerted that AJ Green is playing football? Because <laughs> I didn't know that. So I'm gonna assume he's a scratch. George Kittle, I didn't know that he was coming back for that Sunday night game. And even if he is, it's gonna be hundred percent scratch. Um Joe Schobert lives on uh tackling running backs. Miami doesn't have any running backs, so I don't know what he's gonna score his points on. Uh I see a lot of holes down low for JP's team. So I do think that Derge will also win. Winner. Uh, and yeah, yeah. I'm looking at Matt Gay versus Atlanta. I agree with you that that's going to be a 70 to 70 game. Uh, mm. He could go crazy. Although, I don't know, man. Joe Schobert, he, is, he could carry. I JP think this team. would be, just because of how, set, how close this game could be, I think this would be a hilarious week for Miami to beat the Browns. I think this would be the funniest goddamn thing ever if Miami beats the Browns. Because that would mean that somehow Derrige loses eight points there. And uh, I don't know. That'd make me laugh. It's happened so, to me twice now, man. Coaches against Miami. Turns out is not the shoo-in that I, I thought it would be. Um, well, so totally, and we'll you know. see if JP sticks with his Cowboys versus New England. Because somehow the Cowboys are in the playoff picture. Yeah, they've got like five fucking wins. I don't know. Troopers. All right, let's move on to the game that everyone cares about. The game we both showed up on this podcast to talk about. That's right. The 4-7 and McComeback McKees 
oh no, the McComeback McKids versus <laughs> the 12th Manning. One, nine, and one. This, this is a close one. You guys are both projected in the 140s. Zach, how do you see this playing out? Stephanie wins. Winner. Oh, all right. <laughs> <laughs> well, first of all, scroll down and look at my bench. Every single person is on a buy. Like, I don't have options. Like, my, line, my lineup is set. Uh, you know, fucking it is really what it is. really holding on to Alexander Madison, aren't you? Well, I tried to pick up other people and, like, literally I had, like, five waiver wire choices and they all got snapped up. Um, I'll, I mean, I guess I'll find somebody. I don't know. There's no one out there worth doing anything for. But, uh, did you yeah, pick man. up Young Huku? I did. <laughs> okay, good, good. <laughs> I mean, hey, I got until Sunday to figure it out. He's just easily <laughs> <laughs> like, Young Huku versus Justin Tucker, Clash of the Titans. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you know how bad I felt about getting uh, Shaq Thompson as my linebacker. That didn't feel good That's, either. Yeah, there has to be a better option there. But I got so I got the Browns going against Miami. So as we talked about, they'll get zero to somewhere in the negatives. Pure karma. Yeah. Uh, let's see, Gerald Everett. I got a you know I didn't play him last week because his wrist is broken, but he's still pretending like he's going to play football. Will Furler might play, maybe I don't know. I'm down to playing Josh Riddle. Jalen Samuels is back on my team. Fucking you might be him. making a lot of waiver wire moves. This may not be the final team team you try. Yeah, this is after a ton of waiver wire moves. But yeah, like <laughs> it's crazy. I, I'm sure like Baker and Ryan Fitzpatrick are gonna have career games against each other. Um I mean yeah. Amari Those Amari Cooper. Right there. Yeah. Cooper Cup will have one of his classic two hundred yard every third down pass goes to him games. You know what I love by looking at this is the games that you're gonna be interested in watching. You're gonna watch the shit out of Atlanta versus Tampa Bay. Like that's that makes and the Browns versus Miami. The fact that you're gonna pay attention to those two games because of Finicky, it brings me joy. Uh also Daniel Jones at Chicago. <laughs> Giants versus Bears. Yeah. What a shit we just the me. best lineup of 10 a.m. entertainment that the world <laughs> has ever concocted. Um, yeah, I mean, I guess the Debo Samuel's kind of fun, although he's hurt too. I don't know, man. It's bad. This is it's all bad. Pretty bad. This is an ugly, ugly matchup. But I, I, you know what? I, I think besides it being maybe possibly the worst quarterback battle Finicky has ever seen, uh, yeah, I think you have a sleeping giant on your team, and you're not going to like his name. His name is Joe Mixon, <laughs> and I think Joe Mixon is going to go for 20-plus points against Whoa. Pittsburgh. Okay. He is going to give you the W over the 1-9-1 12th Manning. Winner! I, I predict that, yes, Christian McCaffrey and Joe Mixon make it respectable, uh, but I'm going to lose this game by five points or less. Loser! As an owner of Christian McCaffrey, and you're going up against a top-tier defense like New Orleans, I mean, they've kind of seen Kyle Allen not play decent football. Do you think at some point they're going to be like, hey, why don't we just not let Christian McCaffrey beat us? Well, that's what's happening, slowly but surely. Like, I, watching his games, I'm like, oh, it's a miracle he's not dead. Like, they're, <laughs> they're just like, hey, kill him. He's the only thing they have. They, and, like, he's making it work for now, but holy shit, is it, is it brutal to watch those games. And then, like, 
half the passes that uh, they throw to him just get him leveled. Every play, I'm like, that's it. That's the end of the season for my, my only good player. Well, it uh, sounds like now we've moved on to the next category of the show, which is this section for hot takes, where we make yeah. our hot takes, mm-hmm. which we've hot. talked about Joe Mixon. We've talked about Christian McCaffrey. I know you've got a hot take in there somewhere, Zach. <laughs> what do you got? Well, how do I top the ultimate hot take of the Kenyon Drake NFL record? Um, That's true. You've peaked. Yeah. But, okay, I'll make some fucking hot takes. Jameis Winston doesn't throw another interception for the rest of the year. That hot take is terrible. That hot take is going to go one quarter, if not. <laughs> I know. First series, first throw. I'm not going to be able to get this podcast cut before he throws an interception. He probably just threw an interception while you're doing that dick cut stupid hot take. Uh, okay, okay. Sorry, sorry. All right. Dan, uh, fuck me. I want to make a fun one. I should have thought about this. I should have known this was coming. Okay, how about Daniel Jones? Okay, fine. You don't like that one? Okay. <laughs> That's fine. No, keep going. I just looked at my roster like, what insane thing can I say? Um, oh, man. All right, I'll give you five seconds to think about this. My hot take is uh, the Seahawks dropped Jamar Taylor because he's old and garbage to let somebody named Ugo Amadi, who's below, he's, he's supposed to start being our nickel corner, I think that in his first game as a starting corner, he'll get an interception and a sack. Ugo Amadi, interception what? and a sack. Everyone's going to like him because his name is interesting and he gets results. That is my hot take for next what? week. All right, have you come up with anything now? Uh, that hot take is so hot. It's so like deep. There's players I've never heard of and stuff. So my new hot take that is not like your hot take at all. Good. Uh, is that Christian McCaffrey is going to catch 15 passes on Sunday. 15 passes? That is a new way to go. I thought you were going to say he was going to start throwing touchdowns because Kyle Allen sucks so much. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Fucking Zach was here. We talked. That's the Finicky Podcast. Finicky well, Finicky good, and good night. Thanks, Zach. Later, man.